What is up, everybody? We are back for another week of Steelers Crazy, the sick podcast. I'm JY. This is Michael Nicastro, and we have a very, very special guest, Coach Jason Brown, Last Chance You. The man, the myth, the legend is joining us today to break it all down and talk some football. So, Sammy, let's get to it. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. Steelers Crazy. Harris Smith shields. Blacko Polamalu takes it home. Super Bowl 43. Pittsburgh might be bound for that thanks to number 43. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers podcast. Sports entertainment like no other. It's gonna be sick. Yeah, Jordan mentioned it. This guy was probably on your TV screen for a whole year, just about every day. I'm sure you were watching reruns of Last Chance You. Now he's a host of the Coach JB show Monday through Friday. You catch it on YouTube at 6 a.m. I think that's uh, Pacific time over there. We'll, we'll clear that up, yeah, for sure. But we're excited to have him in, Coach Jason Brown. What's up, fellas? Coach, what is what is good, man? Thanks for joining us. It's not every day that I uh, get to ask this, but I, I, I love starting the, the show this way, man. I'm, I'm just going to throw it at you. The last time you, you joined a Pittsburgher, I think, a true Pittsburgher on the podcast, might have been Pat McAfee, you, you hit him with a quote right away. You smacked him right in the face with one of the best quotes I've heard in a while. So it doesn't have to be the same quote, Coach JB, but what do you got for us today? Smack us with something to start us off. There's two people I trust, man. Me and the other one ain't you. <laughs> oh, that's good shit. That's real. That's Word. real good stuff. Word from the wild. And a good point. And a good point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got to live what you say. You got to live that way, man. I, I can't lie about nothing. I, I got to remember it too much. I wouldn't that's trust funny. Jordan as far as I could throw him over here. So I and think that, that is in their garden. That's fair, bro. That's fair. No doubt. All right. So. Coach, talk about, you know, Last Chance You and the experience, how it changed your life uh, for the better or for worse. Just kind of just touch on that before we get in, you know, football. Talk a little bit about your background and how you became who you are. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't really – I haven't watched that show, you know. I haven't really watched either season. So whatever, the yeah. two seasons, they, they basically yeah. filmed for about – I think they filmed me for a total about three years total in real time, but – Two seasons were on Netflix. I've seen bits and pieces of clips, of course. I've seen all the gifts and memes and all that shit they have about me out there. But other than that, um, I haven't really sat down and watched the show uh, in totality. So I just can't do it. I have no interest in doing it. I don't even want to see it, really, to be honest. Uh, You're just but, there to uh, coach. It is what it is, man. You saw me for, I don't know, 16 hours, I think, in two seasons. And they... Yeah. So just to put it in perspective, you saw me for 16 hours. They filmed me for about 3,800 hours. Wow. So you got to do what you got to do. With it. Make make your own assumptions and opinions about what you saw. But I do. I will tell you this before you move on. Um, people that make uh, that judge grown people, especially other grown people, um, when they judge you when they've never met you, to me mm-hmm. is simply the most ignorant thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, Coach, you bring up something interesting, man. Every time I watch a reality show, whether I'm sitting with my girl and she's watching The Bachelorette or I'm sitting there and she's got some Netflix special going on, 
every contestant says they showed 30 minutes of what I actually was on camera for. So how can you judge me for this? So I thought that was interesting. You threw that out there right away. I hear that so often because you're right. You're getting like 0.5% of who you are, right? You're getting like 0.02% of who coach JB is. Yeah, no question. I, I, you know, that's why I won't watch it, but I've seen pieces. The pieces that I've seen are totally massaged as well. Like they're, they're real. It's me. Uh, 1000%. You know, I wasn't, um, it's, the fact of the matter is, is, uh, you know, I saw a clip and I'm like, it rolls right into the game. And I'm like, that clip was six months prior. And they, yeah. they massage it to where it's like kickoff. And I'm that's like, Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, that's six months ago. So they make stuff, you know, they, they get the ratings, I guess. That's probably why it was the most watched show on Netflix, the most binge watched show on Netflix in the history of Netflix. So I guess uh, I should probably watch it one day. Maybe I get drunk enough, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> definitely so you were known as a you know no nonsense strict coach what, what do you think of you know the the current state of the nfl you know head coaching and just the whole coaching realm in the nfl right now uh soft as baby shit <laughs> i figured that was coming I, I mean we you know what the truth of the matter is i got 20 something players playing in the nfl i talked to those guys i've had them on my show here the issue is i think our coaches now we allow it um instead of coach it that is just a new, a new thing. It started about 20 years ago. We used to have an old adage in coaches. Uh, you coach it or you allow it. It's real simple. It doesn't just happen in coaching. I believe it happens for the world, the real world people that run a business or a CEO or a COO or you allow it or you coach it. Uh, you allow your employees to be late or you coach it up. You fire their ass or you discipline them or you correct it. We don't do that anymore. We allow, 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 which has created enabled, enabled, enabled. And these kids now are expecting uh, handouts and instant gratification to occur immediately. And it's gimme, gimme, gimme instead of prove my worth. And that is what society's become, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but, you know, having said that, this coaching thing, I think the coaches now starting at the youth level, AAU, um, Pop Warner, um, if you're in football, AAU, if you're basketball, um, these coaches now are becoming uh, what you saw with Coach Malky at, at LSU the other day. Um, she's trying to be part of the culture. These coaches are trying to be part of what's hip. They're trying to be these kids' homeboys and homegirls instead of their leaders, their mentors, and uh, their guidance. Um so, so to speak, they have created this culture now with NIL bags and transfer portals in the, in the, in the college world that now we have to adhere or succumb to um, player empowerment. And that is why you see the NFL guys that are under contract demanding trades. That's why you yeah. see NBA players like James Harden and Kyrie Irving demand trades and get them. That is spiraling upwards for the first time. You know, college transfer portals have created this because these guys were in the portal era. Uh, not Maybe not I, Kyrie and, and James, but um, the rest of these, these guys that are transferring, going upward into the professional ranks are now in, thinking that this is a portal. Oh, I can demand a trade. I'm not real. Back in the day, you had to play with the team you were there. Yeah. With. It was, you were stuck there and you made it happen. And now they're making more money, and yet they're more enabled. And uh, and they work less, by the way. 
You take yeah. load management now every day. There's a load manage day. You got a, a personal reason. I wish the frontline worker at Walmart could take off fucking personal days every day and keep their job. But see, we don't think that way. And it's all percep- uh, It's all about perspective and perspective. Perception is reality nowadays. Most definitely. Man, you said soft as baby shit. I jumped on your Twitter earlier. I saw you cooking up meats left and right. There's no way your your stool is is soft right now with all that uh all that brisket you're cooking. Stool softeners are great. <laughs> Man, let's talk to uh, let's transition the NFL draft a little bit. Obviously, uh, we've been following the show, touching on different subjects. Of course, on the Coach JB show, we're hanging out with Jason Brown. Talk about Jalen Carter a little bit. This is a player. I think who maybe has some relatable components to what you had at Juco for a while at last chance you Carter seems like at least from the outsider, a guy with a ton of talent who maybe just doesn't have that motivation. Is this a guy you would draft? Drafting and, 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 and taking them to football jail and rehabbing them is completely different things. I was a football jail warden. Um, I got kids that needed a, a pushing or a, a support system or a truth serum. I was a truth serum giver. Mm-hmm. And that is what these kids do not have anymore. And uh, people defend these kids and we make excuses for excuses nowadays. And we don't ever when, I, I want to know when we're going to start holding these people, um, coaches, kids, um, leaders, uh, parents, when are we going to start holding them accountable? I, I don't think we understand the difference between accountability and responsibility. These people need to be start, start need to be hold held accountable. Um, we just keep accepting their apologies, and I I gotta I gotta be honest, man. Uh, we are what we do, not what we say we do. Like, how many apologies can we accept before you realize this is who this guy is? Like this is not not saying this is Jalen Carter uh, in totality. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna sum this kid up and he doesn't deserve a chance and he's the he's the devil. I'm not saying that at all. I got buddies that coach him at Georgia. I've had kids at Georgia. Um, here's the issue though: what is being told to this kid on a daily basis? See, when you come to Coach JB's football jail, that I've sent 28 guys to the NFL and eight Super Bowl winners and 260 guys plus Division One. They hear what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. They would have heard by me, Jalen Carter in specific, would have heard from me every day. Hey, listen here, dog. Jalen Ruggs just killed a person driving 180 miles an hour down Las Vegas Boulevard. And a dog, by the way. You are not going to do that because you're going to be a first rounder. And you're going to avoid every stupid decision possibility that exists. So instead of going out at three in the morning, you're going to be home and watching film and thinking about the next Reggie White that you're going to be. I don't believe we are sitting down with these kids enough. Number one, the coaches are making more money they've ever made. So their investment is to get the kid to their school and then live their life in their mansion go on vacation with their families and say, hey, I'm a one percenter. I beat this thing called life. I make $10 million a year as a coach. Well, the player, though, is your blood life. 
And that is what makes you your money. And you owe it to them to mentor them, father figure them, and to lead them. And leaders create more leaders, not more followers. And I don't understand why we're not sitting down more. But I do have an inclination as to why. And that reason is we have too much turnover. There's too many kids coming into your school every semester that are new to your program. So guess what that does? It doesn't allow a culture to really be ingrained into a specific team, basketball, football, baseball, whatever it may be in college football or in the college landscape. We have too much turnover. So every semester we get new kids, 20, 30, 40 kids new, not only our high school signees, but our transfer portal kids that we're accepting. And you can't sit up here and tell me that there was 900 injuries last year in the NFL and college football. And you can't tell me that it's not because of transfer portal. And people ask me, like, what do you mean, coach? Just because they transfer? Yes. You know why? Because if I were to teach you two how to tackle and you were with me for a year and then you decide to transfer because I cussed you out too much and you go to LSU, guess what? You learn how to tackle a whole nother way. And then guess what? You don't like it there, and you transfer to Alabama. And guess what? Nick Saban teaches you how to tackle a whole nother way. And now you've learned three ideologies, three philosophies, and three different program culture and ideologies and philosophies. So no one's getting this stuff ingrained in them as to one solid foundation or a fundamental foundation. They're going and hearing it from everyone, and they're just kind of like, eh, I hear you, but I'm not listening. Because I'm chasing a bag of money now like a professional. But in reality, I'm an amateur and I'm 18, 19 years old. And everyone's given me the cars, to, the keys to the Lamborghini. And I don't even know how to drive the bitch. So that is where we are in a nutshell, uh, not to be long-winded. That is kind of where we are in a nutshell. And that is why we have injuries at all-time rate. That is why we're not getting through to these kids and you're having more Gun charges, domestic violence. How many issues are we having on college campuses with our athletes, student athletes, um, compared to what it was before? We've always had these issues. We've always had credit card fraud and DUIs. And Kids are going to be kids. They deserve a second chance, no question. Um, but I don't believe the, the seriousness of these, these, these charges and these, and these things we're seeing. I don't believe it's ever been this bad when we're speed racing all over the place and we're having these NASCAR races in public streets and, and we're hitting women at all time rate as men. Uh, I mean, it's just getting out of hand, man. It's because we've created a soft, soft environment and kids don't fear anything anymore. And I don't mean fear by meaning I'm going to beat you up. I mean, fear of letting my coach down the guy that created, that brought me here, the guy that got me a scholarship, the guy that's going to get me graduated. They don't fear failing their parents anymore, failing um, their coaches anymore. I went to jail when I was 17 years old. My dad came to see me. It was on Thanksgiving Eve. I was there for the entire Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday. He came to see me twice. Uh, I was eating jailhouse turkey and cranberry sauce, and he looked at me and just kind of sat there and was like, enjoy the food, motherfucker. And you know <laughs> I never did it. I never went back to jail. And I, I, I feared letting him down so much 
that I would never, ever go back. I feared him for beating my ass, too. But yeah. I feared him for mostly I let him down because his eyes told the story, not his mouth. He didn't say much at all. These kids don't have that anymore. They don't understand that they should be fearing the people helping them from letting them down. And they don't. They don't give a shit. They, have a, they don't even have a value for a dollar. They don't have a value for a life. They don't even have a value for their own life. So we failed them, and, and it's been a catastrophic failure, and it's happened maybe, I, I take it back, 20 years or so. Plus, I'm sure that turkey and cranberry was absolute shit, so that probably didn't help uh, one one bit whatsoever. You're hanging out here on the Steelers crazy. <laughs> At least it wasn't a cheese sandwich or some shit, I guess. They gave you turkey, uh, and I didn't see that coming necessarily, but, I, you know, lesson, lesson learned. Uh, we're hanging out on the Steelers Crazy Podcast with Coach JB over here, and it's taken us long enough to get to the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I want to bring something up, of course, that – Seem quite familiar with, man. Steelers signing defensive tackle. Let's talk about a leader, Braden Fajoko. This is your guy, right? What are the Steelers getting in him? What's your relationship with him? Tell us about this guy. Yeah, uh, man, I've known him a long time. His family is a great, great kid. Polynesian family. Uh, I've had a lot of Polynesian um, come through my uh, my hands as far as recruiting them for years. Um, a lot of good friends of mine, some of my best friends. I've sent about 35 of the uh, Polynesian cats to uh, the four-year level um and brady's been on my show a few times uh great family great family man um charges let a great one get away just like the chargers usually do uh eckler's probably next you might as well scoop him up too um the chargers are always going to be able to figure out how to charger i guess um the raiders are a similar way and so are the cowboys uh in the over the last i don't know how long but he uh just a great character, great kid, great smart man, understands the game like a coach does. Um, I have a lot of players on. They don't understand the game like I do, even the NFL players. They don't understand it. They don't know. And a lot of former players think they can coach. Uh, they can't. And Braden understands that. He actually talks as a coach, and, and he wants to coach in the future. So I, I could see him as, a, as an NFL or a Division One coach very easily. Um, but he's a, he's a two gapper, man. He's going to demand a double team. He's going to give you energy. He's going to be a great locker room guy. He's going to be a leader. Um, he has instantly made your, um, like we, when we bring good players around, obviously he's in the NFL, so he doesn't fit in this category, but when we bring good kids around, let's just say we're talking just quote unquote character. We used to call them GPA raisers, right? They used, they were just here to raise our GPA. We needed like the shit bird to be the great player. Um, most great players are are usually cancer type of kids. Um, I call shit birds. Um, he's not. He's both. So he's an NFL player, obviously. That's why the Steelers took him. But he's also that GPA raiser. He is a locker room guy. He's going to get the kid the team rallied up. They're going to buy into him. And he's a Polynesian. Polynesian culture, they don't play. They don't play those games. And I think uh, you've had some great Polynesians in Pittsburgh in the past, obviously. So I think that everyone understands. And I think uh, I think Coach Tomlin understands that as well. And I think that is instantly going to boost the morale, the character, and the leadership in that locker room. And I think you got a great one that's going to be around for a while. GPA raiser. Holy shit. I love that term. Jordan and I could have used some of them in our lives. That's why we're doing a yeah. podcast right now. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> could use them in high school. JY, go ahead. Yeah, so we, I, I had two other questions, and then uh, we'll let you go. We know you're a busy man. Um, we just kind of wanted to get, because you know, you're know you on the West Coast, what is the outside perception of the Pittsburgh Steelers? Well, you guys are huge. I would say you're top three fan base in America because you travel. Uh, California's got shit. Stiller uh, bars everywhere out here, just yeah. as you do all over the place. I think it's you guys, the Cowboys and the Raiders, I would argue. Uh, the Chiefs may be coming out in the up, up and coming, but but your three fan bases are every, I think every state uh, at a yeah. bar somewhere in every state in the union. Um, and then I would, I would I'd probably follow that with like Eagles and Chiefs fans. Um, people love the, the Steelers, but you got to understand we're the second largest media market, even when we had no football team. So yeah. when the Rams left here to St. Louis and we had no team, guess what? LA is the biggest fair weather fan base in America. So one day we're a Clippers fan, the next day we're Lakers fans again. Mm-hmm. And remember, Whoever's we had- hot. Yeah, and then so you you probably gained you know five million Pittsburgh fans in LA when we left and went to the St. Louis. Um, I go to Arizona a lot to hang out with a buddy of mine, a live golfer, Pat Perez. And we go around Scottsdale, and there's like ten Stiller bars, uh, like yeah. dedicated to the Stiller. So we're heading there this summer. Yeah. So there's there's, and I'm sure you know where you're going, and and I've probably been to that place. There's there's Stiller bars all over, and I I think you're you know you're right up there at the top. My buddy Adrian Clem was the old line coach there last year. Okay. Uh, and uh, we grew up together. Um, now he's they don't now I think he's back in New England, but he was with Oregon last year and then he's back in New England now, um, back in the league where he played at. But uh he did a good job with the old line there um last year with under Tomlin and then uh decided to take the Oregon OC job. But you know, it, it, you guys you guys travel well, man. It doesn't matter where you guys are, especially you come out here to play Chargers or something. It's yeah. it's crazy. Um you got more fans than the Chargers. What about what are your thoughts on uh one more question. What about your thoughts? What are your thoughts on Kenny Pickett? And do you think that he has what it takes to bring another Super Bowl, the one for the thumb, the Pittsburgh? Uh, I don't think he has it. I think you guys got to get a quarterback sooner than later. Um, I think you're still in a kind of a rebuild situation because of that scenario. You don't have Big Ben where you can now focus on the rest yeah. of the roster. Right now, I think you're having to focus on the quarterback and the rest of the roster. Even though you guys are going with Pickett, it seems like um, I don't see it, um, but I don't see it in a lot of quarterbacks. I think quarterback play in the NFL in totality is horrible. It's the worst I've ever seen it. Um, Coach JB, you're crazy. Uh, these guys are freaks. They are freaks. It's the most athletic position we've ever seen at quarterback. The most athletic the position has ever been in the history of football. No question about it. People don't understand, though. There's athletes that play quarterback, and then there's quarterbacks who are athletic. There's a huge difference. We got a bunch of athletes trying to play quarterback in the NFL now, and it has become very, very unwatchable for a guy that understands the game and understands the position as I do and how I coach it. It's bad, man. It's really bad right now. And I blame college. I blame high school um, coaches and schemes because we're not teaching the kids who are more athletic than ever who we can maybe have some of the best quarterbacks ever if we coach them and train them into understanding football from ground root level. Uh, We're not. We want to go fast, tempo, get in the shotgun, run RPO, triple option, 
um, boot naked, get our guys that are athletic on the edge. We're going to run cards. We're going to have Coach JB on the card. We're going to have Stephen A. Smith on the card, and that's the play. Here, run it. So there's no verbiage being relayed from the sideline to the huddle. And when guys get to the NFL and get a playbook this big, guess what? They struggle mildly, to say the least. And now you're having guys from college who are the most athletic recruits in the country come be our quarterback so our college coach can win games to keep his job. The, the, The flip side is you're not coaching the kid. You're not teaching the kid how to take a snap from under center, how to read coverage, how to understand where the pressure's coming from, who's blitzing, who's not. Where's my sight adjust? Who's hot? Uh, you see these guys getting $200 million like Kyler Murray, who doesn't even know where his fucking hot is. Um, it blows my mind. And that is why I think quarterback play is at an all-time low. And Kenny Pickett's hands are like a munchkin's hands. <laughs> I don't – I don't uh, – I don't – I'm not fully bought into the hand size thing. I, you yeah. know, I got big hands and all that. But I never fumbled the ball in my life. Um, I want to see – what he does in 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 a in a full season playing uh with a, a o line that's gonna that's kind of in rebuild mode who needs a few pieces up front um and for him to hold the ball where he does and let's see if he gets it out of his framework can he hold the ball with one hand and get out of pre- get out of out of harm's way without losing the ball without being strip sacked without being able to throw the ball in the snow and windy, rainy weather that you guys are going to get up there or in Cleveland or in Cincinnati, uh, outdoor outdoor places, Baltimore. You guys got to play in the weather. Uh, small hands have never really fared well, but it is what it is. I'm not going to get too much into the small hands. I'm going to get too much. I'm going to get more into the having the it factor. Uh, and, you know, he's a hometown guy. He played at Pittsburgh. We get it. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, let's see some body of work because right now I'm not bought in, but it is early. Um, and I don't want to anoint anyone and I don't want to bury anybody after one season. Um, so it's hard to see, but the team's not as good as Roethlisberger had in year two and three either. So we're going to have to weigh that in and and, 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 and think about that as well and cal- and, uh, you know, weigh that, option out when uh, you look at Pickett and then you judge him and you gauge his progress, what's really around him. He's got a couple good wideouts. Um, he's got a great running back. Um, can the O-line get improved? Can the defense get back to being that silk curtain defense that they're used to in a black and blue conference? Um, we'll see. But uh, I think Tomlin's a winner. I think he's a top three NFL coach. Uh, no question. And he just figures out how to get things done. And I, I you guys should be fully confident in what he gets done and who he hires and what he has in store because he's proven that he deserves that. Yo, yes. Najee Harris, SoCal guy. You get to follow him growing up a little bit? Yeah. His, not you growing up, but his development. Uh, yeah, I got to see him quite a bit, um, you know, where he played up north. You know, you get to see him a little bit on SoCal TV in the high school ranks because they had to play a couple of good teams down here. Um, so you get to see him here and there. But, you know, he's another big back who was a rumbler and a stumbler, and he's going to be able to get some yak yards, and, and, and he can carry the ball 25 times plus a game, which is unique now in a throwing league, basically. Um, but at the same time, they better get something out of him early because running backs do not last long in this league, and they're not going to be paid very high uh, after year three and four. They're just going to draft a new one. Running backs are a dime a dozen. Ask Derrick Henry, ask Josh Jacobs, who are who are guys that are 
looking to get to or who are being tagged. And and you wonder why Saquon Barkley wants 15 million because he knows he'll never get anything close to it again, especially after an injury. And it is what it is. Running backs are a dime a dozen, man. You can draft B. John Robinson right now and not pay him. And then in three years, still not pay him and draft a new one. That is what the NFL do does. They're, they're, it's, a, it's a big prostitution rink, man. And, and, and the running backs are, are, are the ones being pimped. Coach, where can people find your book? Where can they listen to your show? Uh, the show's on YouTube every day, 6 a.m. Pacific. Um, and uh, now we're on. Uh, we're going to be on Fubo TV, too. The show's going to be on Fubo TV. Um, I have Fubo TV, so that's perfect. Yeah, and Believe Network, uh, B-L-E-A-V. And then uh, my book's on CoachJBStore.com, the website. I got merch on there, book, my book, Hate Me Now, Love Me Later. And then um, and then also, you know, everything on social media, Um the real coach underscore JB on Twitter and, and, and TikTok and all that stuff that I don't even do and don't I hate TikTok, but um, you know, <laughs> I, I do it, I guess, nowadays. I can't wait to not do it. How about that shit? Yeah. I remember McAfee asking you about that shit. I think he said if you get another job somewhere, would you jump right into the TikTok? Uh and I couldn't remember your answer there, but I'm I'm guessing it was no. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd cancel that shit in a heartbeat. See, you gotta have social media to recruit kids. That's the problem. Yeah. Uh, that's oh, a good point. At least it is what it is. But hey, well, we really appreciate your time. Uh, keep doing what you do. We we love it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go right after this and get the book. So I have something something to read. Um, and yeah, man, we, we appreciate you. You're a living legend. Oh man, appreciate you guys having me anytime. I got to get you on my show now. Yeah, whatever, let's rock, man. coach. Definitely. Let's rock. No doubt. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks, brother. Hi, right, brother. All right, JY, I think he said just about it all. Not much for us to uh, to wrap this up. Of course, go listen to that podcast. I think, honestly, one of the things that I want a lot of our listeners to check out about this show that we're going to pump out there is Braden Fajoka, how he talked about him. This is a new Steelers defensive lineman. This is somebody that actually has a relationship with this guy who's yeah. able to speak about his leadership, his motivation, his heart, and his skill set. That is something that I think is going to come from this show and really, really be. Yeah, it's all about the GPA. It's all about the GPA. And like I said, you and I, we needed a a GPA coach or we wouldn't be doing a podcast right now. All right, man. It's been a pleasure. Always good time. Until next time. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.